Blog Talk Radio. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to us in a language that everybody here can easily understand. of Wrestle Radio Network Tuesday. New times, folks, will be announced today. Sorry, but on short notice, my new co-host will be introduced tomorrow. And no, it will not be Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase style. But I guarantee you, the show is going to have some definite atmospheric changes. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the show, the charismatic the godmother of WFC and the godmother of awesome fandom, the one, the only co-host, Granny Hoaxer. Well, hello, B-Train. How are we doing today? You know, Granny, I come to the realization that that halftime heat show was much better than the four-hour boredom. (laughs) I didn't even watch the Super Bowl. I mean... Granny, you should have turned on the network to halftime heat. I mean, the Heartbreak Kid was announcing inside the Performance Center, and I—it's uh, funny—he wears a hat, and I go, "Oh, Sean's just trying to, uh, you know, hide his baldness." But it's still cool that 36 minutes of wrestling outdid four hours of—I don't know what—I I lost memory. I feel like I'm in that movie Groundhog Day with Bill Murray. Every year, mm-hmm. the same goddamn team. Every year, Granny. Every stinking year. I know. I know, I know, I know, and that laughter that you hear in the background, fans, is my son, because unfortunately, he doesn't have good taste in football teams, he likes those nasty patriots, whatever. Wait a minute, <laughs> well, uh, you know, it's hard, I, there were two teams, uh, ladies and gents, that I absolutely hate, and one is the Chiefs and the other is the Patriots. So if one of those teams would have won, it would have been a lose-lose for Raiders fans. So I I just told them, I said, whoever wins, I want the NFC to win that championship. Because honestly, I was hoping and praying that the Rams would have kicked the crap out of those Patriots because, let's face it, folks, uh, you had – Nothing but punts and bad commercials. So, you know what, Granny, I made a system. I said, whomever kicks the ball the farthest gives them 10 points. You know, that ought to be entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had an interesting show last night on Attitude Era Live. Um, we had to have a <laughs> guest replacement at the last, and the guy's name was Happy Hour. He's a wrestler, but I think he also works wow. in a brewery. I mean, you know, and he loves his beer. And then this guy called in called the Amazing Velvet, who used to be friends with Happy Hour. And, of course, the Amazing Velvet, if you go to his Facebook picture, his cover photo, the guy's dressed like in a purple suit. And Icon made the statement. He says, I've never seen a wrestler who looks like Liberace. I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. Of course, when... He found out that the Amazing Velvet was a Minnesota Vikings fan. Then um, Icon, Icon had a whole new outlook at, you know, at the Amazing Velvet. So Big Swing was asking me, like, well, Granny, if you saw him, what would you say to him? And I said, well, you know, one time I saw this manager 
that he was dressed in a really gaudy looking suit. And I said, you know, I told Sean Schultz, I said, you know, your little troll of a manager, his mama dresses him funny. And I said, I probably would have called the amazing velvet a little troll, you know, who likes to dress in purple, you know, but I mean, I mean, I had a comeback for everything last night and big swing was like, boy, granny was on a roll tonight. fans." he he says, I don't think I've ever heard granny get so, so outspoken, you know, like she did tonight. And I said, well, give me, give me the ammunition so I can work with it. And I'll just, you throw it at me and I'll throw it right back. And that's basically what happened last night because basically those were our only guests because the other guests, for whatever reason, couldn't call in. The second guest was apparently overseas, and I'm not sure what happened there. So basically, we just had Happy Hour and The Amazing Velvet on for pretty much the first hour, a little over an hour of the show, and then, you know, we just kind of did our thing for the remaining of the show last night. But it was fun. You know, it was fun. Um, Monday Night Raw, you know, we talked about Monday Night Raw, you know, which, you know, that's kind of, um, I don't think Becky Lynch is too happy right now with, Stephanie McMahon, but, you know, it is what it is, fans, and unfortunately, from what I've been hearing and from what I saw, she's indefinitely suspended unless she goes to the doctor, so, mm, are we going to have Ronda Rousey and and Becky Lynch at WrestleMania? I don't know. You're going to have a bunch of mad people from around the world if that's not the case, Granny, because I've been to... I have fans. I've been to several WrestleManias, and it's all for B Train, where it all begins again. I can tell you, fans have been—they've been clamoring for Becky. Her uh, her advertisement, Granny, is the first thing you see when you go to the WWE shop. I mean, it's it's amazing how much resounding response that Becky Lynch gets the moment her music hits. So. I hope you go to the doctors, damn it, because I do not want to see Ronda just basically destroyed Liv Morgan. She had a little bit of a fight with Sarah Logan. But, Granny, nobody, you know, she hasn't even faced Becky. And when she did, Becky, yes, she attacked her when it was Survivor Series. She attacked Ronda, and she put her in the armbar. Of course, she had her face broken, and she wanted to refuse treatment then. You know, of course, she's not the only Irishman uh, that refused treatment. Look at Finn Balor. Finn Balor fought with bad ribs. Yep. But from what Becky's right. saying, she's not going to no doctor. So she's pretty much made that perfectly clear to Stephanie. I'm not going to a doctor. I'm I'm not going. Uh, so, you know, I know she's tough. I know, you know, Becky got God love her, but, you know, Becky, you better – think of you I mean granted I know you sometimes don't agree with what Stephanie McMahon says but she brought up a very valid point she is thinking of her health and that being said fans you know I don't know it's only time's going to tell it's up to Becky whether or not she wants treatment or not I get where Becky's coming from you know, you work oh, really, really hard. You know, you work really, really hard, and then all of a sudden you're told, nah, you know, you're going to have to go consult with the doctors, which she knows if she does, she's going to be told you cannot compete. I mean, all that work goes to the wayside, but I think this is a good uh, build for WrestleMania. It leaves the fans in suspense as to what's going to go down. But, Granny, I... Uh, I kind of laugh every now. I think uh, Alexa Bliss's show, Moment of Bliss, it keeps her team must be interrupt thee because uh, Nia Jax, you know, Dean Ambrose, CC3. I think Alexa was quite flirty with uh, CC3. I didn't quite catch oh, on to that. Oh, I, I know. I, I, yeah, I, I, I know she was. I know she was. I mean, I, I saw that part. and But, you know, getting back to Becky and – I think that's why Becky is refusing to go to the doctor because you brought up a very valid point. Becky Lynch has seen what has happened to other WWE superstars who have lost their championship belt, who have had to relinquish their championship belt because of injury. 
I and I'm sure that's why she's refusing to go to the doctor because like you said, she does not want to get told by the doctor she cannot be physically cleared to wrestle with an injured knee. And if you saw what Stephanie did last night, Stephanie basically injured her knee some more by what she did. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's very uh it's very trying times, you know, Rhonda she just added salt to the wound, say you're jeopardizing the event, yes, you bring up a valid point. But to be honest with you, I'm not a fan of Rousey's at all. Why? Because just because the boss brings you in to be the draw for the company, you're not I mean, some people cheer her, some people don't mind her. I'm just gonna speak on that for a moment. The reason why fans relate more to Becky, because Granny, after her match, she grabbed the microphone and said, you want to boo me, do something about it? Like, what, is this an open challenge for one of us to get in the ring with you and just take an armbar submission and tap the fuck out? Like, really? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the reason why, like, I, it just, it just kind of makes you wonder, you can't let fans and their reaction get to you and didn't get all, you know, get your feathers ruffled. Like, it, you can tell it's bothering Rhonda when the fans don't acclimate ourselves to her. And that's not how this works here. I mean, let Granny and I, well, let me, let me explain this to you. Fans everywhere have a different flavor of ice cream of who we like. And you're not the flavor we particularly like. So, like, forgive me for being a former worker and throwing my two cents in here, but you can't let fans bother you. That'd be like if someone got bothered by what Granny says when she gets in their face or when she hoots and hollers in the crowd and turns around and says, oh, yeah, you want some of this? Why don't you get in the ring? Blah, 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 blah. Like, Granny's just going to laugh at you. Well, very valid point when you said, why don't you get in the ring? There has been numerous times Granny has been wrestlers saying, Granny, you think you got this? Come on, get in the ring. Let's see what you got. And, I mean, I've been told numerous times, I mean, that, you know, I said, hey, guys, you know, I'm not a wrestler. I'm just a fan, you know, don't have a license, can't get in the ring and wrestle. But I I remember one particular story, a very good friend of mine, he's been gone about eight years, he actually collapsed in the ring, and he pretty much was gone in the ring before they got him to the hospital, and the real deal, Adrian Steele, and he was wrestling against Rolling Thunder, and Rolling Thunder, he's one of the biggest heels there was in the business, he doesn't wrestle anymore because of his health issues, but... I went round and round numerous times with Rolling Thunder, and we, he was wrestling against Adrian Steele, and he, and he says, woman, why don't you sit down and shut up? I said, why don't you come down here and make me if you think you're man enough, Thunder? Well, he said, why don't you get in this ring and show me what you got? No, Adrian raised that ring. He's like, come on, Granny. And I'm like, can I? Will you let me? <laughs> You know, so yeah, I've been I've been been thrown in the ring a few times here and there, you know. So, but I mean, and that's like you see what I'm saying. You know, when I told, when I told uh, the amazing Velvet and Happy Hour, I said, why don't you boys come to Oklahoma for wrestling for a cause, and that way you can see Granny in action. I said, no, Happy Hour, I'd walk, I'd be proud to walk you out to the ring and be in your corner. And all oh, y'all heard Amazing Bell, but he's like, oh, suck up. Granny, you're a suck up. And I said, why don't you come back to my face, little man in the purple uh, suit? Oh, and I said, I'll show oh, you what no. you got, you know. And he loved it. I mean, he loved what Granny was smacking out to him last night. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, Granny, you know, he's got, he's that kind of going below the belt there. And I said, oh, well, I said, if you can't dish it out, you know, I don't know what to tell you, my friend. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. But, you don't want to mess uh, with Granny. See. You didn't want to mess with Granny. So, you know. I, you know, I've warned managers about you. 
I tell them, I says, you better watch out for Granny. You know, if she comes near you, you better have the Granny radar on. <laughs> granny radar. That's funny. Yeah, I got my I little, my because... little, uh, little gun, my little uh, gun out there, you know, looking for those heels, you know. Radar. I got my little radar gun out there, you know. Not really fans. I carry a gun. Granny don't like guns. But uh, <laughs> yeah, folks. So I I uh, I believe the term or the phrase goes, "Watch out for Granny," because you never know what she has, you know, in store to say to you. Just you know, politely put earplugs in because. She'll still pull those earplugs out, you know, yank you by your chain, and then say, enough is enough. Now, quit interfering. I don't know what Granny says, but, you know, I keep it PG because, well, no, I actually don't. That's a lie. I, uh... <laughs> you don't keep it PG, B-Train. I try no, I to don't. keep it PG. I'm... I mean, I told Erica a few times, you know, uh, she's being the phony <laughs> queen she is, you know. Double dorks woman. I, you know, I, I kind of put Eric, have to put Erica in her place now and then. Mm-hmm. She don't like it, but you know, it is what it is. That's what I always say. Um, so yes, folks. Uh, back to the topics at hand. Uh, so yeah, Ambrose had a match with EC3. He lost it. They say Granny is on his way out, and you asked me what I thought, and I told I told you guys, I told you fans, wherever you go, good luck. You know, I like you a lot, so um, it says his contract is not renewing in April. Maybe something may change until it does, whatever. I don't really dabble in, you know, discussion about that because, you know, every single corner in New York, there's fans that talk about AEW and, Ring of Honor this. There's like a zillion billboards, Granny, right now of a Supercard finale, which is going on uh, two weeks after WrestleMania at Madison Square Garden. Then you have the Hall of Fame, which is probably going to be either at Barclays or MSG. Most likely MSG. Then you have, folks, Elimination Chamber, which now Granny, the tag teams for the women are Nia Jax, and Tamina Snuka, Liv Morgan, and Sarah Logan, the Iconics. And now Bailey and Sasha join the fray, which that's not a surprise. Then you have um, the last tag team, which I'm excited because, let's face it, Elimination Chamber for the first time looks... Uh, actually, no, Elimination Chamber has not been bad. It's it's been kind of full of surprises, folks. Like uh, Royal Rumble. So this is the other pay-per-view that I tend to like. It's called, you know, TLC a little bit. You know, Royal Rumble TLC Survivor Series is one of my favorites, but it wasn't so much last year. Didn't really care for it. But uh, anyways, <laughs> Elimination Chamber, Granny. I'm excited for it. It's the first time you'll ever see a women's tag team championship. The first time in history. Uh, for WWE, then. I think they, I think they have them in other areas, like uh, what should we call it? Oh yeah, Shimmer or Women of Honor. But this is WWE, so I think it's going to be awesome. I think it's, it's going to, they're going to have a good match. All those women involved. Although, Granny, I, I shudder to think, what if the Iconics win those tag team championships? What if? Yeah, my. <laughs> oh my goodness. We'll never hear the end of it. Well, you know, you yeah, know, we'll... B-Train, uh, Big Swing brought up a very good question last night, and I'm going to ask you the question he asked. Okay, so let's say, let's say a tag team on Raw gets the title belts. He was asking Icon what he thought on this and his opinion, and I'm going to ask your opinion. So let's say somebody, let's say the tag team from Raw gets gets the belts. Do you think that SmackDown would create their own championship belts, or do you think that this is going to allow that particular tag team to basically, okay, 
like tonight we wrestle on Raw. Next week we're going to go to SmackDown and, and defend our titles. Do you think they're going to share the belts between the two that are at, or do you between the two shows, or do you think that the other show is going to create their own women's tag team title belt? I don't know, Granny, what route they decide or they're deciding to go, but I think, in my opinion, it would be wise if they were universal tag team championships. Because if Raw wins, are they going to put red tag team belts, or are they going to make it universal and just leave the? They already revealed what the women's tag team championships look like, and it wasn't. I mean, I think they ought to just change the side plates out if. If Raw wins, so I, my opinion is I think they should just make those titles universal because it'd be stupid to make it just one branch because Raw sucks balls. I'm sorry. They really do. They, The women on their division, the only women worthwhile to me, uh, Sasha, Bailey, Alexa, Natty, um, not so much... Uh, I'm not discounting Nia or Tamina because they're both very talented. <laughs> But they, SmackDown Live clearly, you know, you need, yeah, they've got the better women, Naomi, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Asuka, once upon a time Becky was on that roster, hell, Becky makes both rosters better, but the point is, I'd much rather have it universal because if you have it secluded to one brand, um, if it gets stuck on Monday Night Raw, who are you gonna? Who are they gonna defend it against? See, I mean that title. If, if Raw wins, in my in my prediction would be Granny. If Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan would win those championships, for example, or if Nia or uh, Nia and Tamina won, who are they gonna defend it against? They'd have to send up NXT like Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai or. Uh, they'd have to send up uh, Marina Shafir, Jasmine Duke. They're starting to brand women tag teams, even in NXT UK. They haven't done that yet, but uh, they would have to send up women from the May Young Classic because if they just seclude it to one brand, then uh, in my opinion, it would suck. So I would just, overall consensus. Those titles should be universal, no matter which brand wins, because it would make it yeah. interesting. Let's say the let's say the Iconics won, then you know how much of a draw they are because they're iconic. You know, as annoying as yeah, they are. Well, you know, yes, yes, and Icon had the same point about basically like where you were going with this. You know, you know, let him let him wrestle. Like, they want to wrestle on SmackDown one week, let them go wrestle there, make it universal like what you were saying, you know. Let them have the opportunity to wrestle where they want, when they want, basically. It, it may be a bit of a schedule stretch with live shows and <clears throat> live house shows and all that. You know, their appearances may be stretched, but uh, speaking <clears throat> from... I don't know their lifestyle, but I'm pretty familiar with the wrestler's lifestyle, living out of your fucking suitcase, where... You know, your traveling schedule may be different, but it makes it all the more worthwhile because you're making history. How many how many women's tag team matches were in the past you didn't care for because they were just, you know, considered a joke back in the day with the women's division? So let them, you know, if it's SmackDown Live that wins, cool. If it's Monday Night Raw, which I'm not going to be shocked if it's Bailey Sasha because those two are heavy favorites in this one. Um... I have a feeling, Granny, I may be wrong, but I have a feeling that Raw is probably going to come away with the tag titles in Elimination Chamber. It would be dumb not to have a title defense every other week because you have so many talented women back there that could easily come forward and be like, hey, I want a shot, or it's our turn, whatever. I mean, I'm not counting out... I'm not counting out Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. I'm not counting out uh, the Iconics, but let's face it. There's a vacant spot tonight on SmackDown Live for the women to qualify. The first ever historical women's tag team championship, the uh, Lita 
come up with in a meeting last year and unveiled them uh, last year's, not last year's, but she unveiled them at uh, whatever pay-per-view she unveiled them at. Um, and Alexa Bliss actually unveiled them uh, Monday Night Raw. I was kind of shocked because I was wondering if when they were going to do it. I thought WrestleMania for sure. It would have been much better, but, you know, semantics be semantics. The women have a, a very big opportunity at Elimination Chamber. And, like I said, to make my roundabout point, if whomever wins that tag team championship, was, which is most likely going to be Monday Night Raw, in my opinion, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You know, hold me to it. But if they win, whichever brand wins, they should be allowed to do what the men did back in the day, and that's defend those tag belts uh, on Monday Night Raw. Oh, yeah, Granny, we weren't wrong. Lesnar was not in attendance, whatever issues he's been having, uh, whatever he's, his excuse was. But we were, yeah, we were, we've been right. He's a champion that does not show up. Big big shocker there. But moving forward, folks, did uh, – Man, Baron Corbin is such a crybaby, Granny. He can't hit me. He can't hit me. Really? He can't hit you? What is it? You mean you get in the ring? I'm a heel, but, you know, by nature. But if I was a baby face, I'd do what Strowman did. I'd knock your freaking block off. Well, you notice, you know, when Kurt Angle was getting to make his big announcement, and I really think he was going to the point of maybe announcing his retirement, you know, because about him talking about father time, you know, and then all of a sudden boring Corbin comes on and interrupts him. And then Drew McIntyre shows up and they kind of surround the ring and surround angle. Well, thank goodness for Braun Strowman coming to angles rescue and helping him, you know, and then that turned into a main event tag team match. You know, I tell you, um, Corbin, you better watch back. I mean, you know, I, I I don't know, you know, you're, but like B-Train said, you're nothing but a big crybaby. And I tell you, if Granny ever had the opportunity to see you in person, I would be calling Uh-oh. you crybaby Corbin from the, from the front row or wherever I was in that arena. I mean, I doubt if I'd be able to get a front row ticket, but I'd be sure trying to get as close as I could, and I guarantee you'd be hearing me calling you Crybaby Corbin all the way in the building. I'd be getting my Crybaby Corbin chant going. Actually, Granny, you know what our favorite chant is in New York for him? What's that? It sounds it sounds something like this. Where's your briefcase? Ah! I like that. Because he like was the that. first one to, yeah, he was the first one to, was like, you won the briefcase and the very next night you lose it. What? Like, he cashes it in. I'm like, oh, dude. He loses against, uh, what was it, John Cena because he wanted to cash in his opportunity. It's like, um, so on TakeOver Brooklyn, I was, me and Vinny were the ones who were not trying to get ourselves over, dude. We were just having fun. You just messed me on Wrestle underscore radio on Instagram. You can ask me or Granny any questions you want. But to state the, for for the record, we were the ones who started the Where's Your Briefcase? That's a good one, too. Because I like that. Only, yeah, because he's, he's one of the ones, few select ones that have not successfully cashed in their money to make. You want guys that are successful that have done that? Okay, I can list them. Um, let's see here. Edge, who was notorious for picking his spot, but, you know, you got to give the man credit for where credit is due. Uh, you can see here Dolph Ziggler is also another one, an opportunist. The Miz, who could on a, on a dime, you know, pen you when you're not expecting it. Uh, Alberto Del Rio, you know, there's, there's a few other guys that have cashed in their money in the bank. Seth Rollins, anyone? WrestleMania 31, the moment that shocked the world. Cashed in his briefcase at the big, on the grandest stage of the moment. Yeah, CM Punk. Yeah, there's there's a laundry list of guys that could say, oh, yeah, Corbin, you think you're successful. Taking on Kurt Angle 
You know, Kurt Angle was trying to have a moment, damn it. And you, just like the Super Bowl, bored everyone to tears by walking out to through the ramp and getting on the microphone. Thank you for resembling the New England Patriots. So... <laughs> I mean, it's just, oh, it's just one of those things. Oh, B-Train, B-Train. Anthony said you just made his number one list by that statement that you just made. I thought, sir, you were a Raiders fan. Now you jump ship to New England? Well, he is a Raiders fan, too, but he also likes the Patriots. Oh. And I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why he is always like the Patriots. But, yes, he is a Raiders fan, too. He's not giving up on the Raiders. He likes his Raiders, just like you do. But he, for some reason, ungodly reason, he likes those nasty Patriots. So, you know. Oh, Yeah, well. I'm ready ready for baseball. I'm ready for baseball. Go Royals, you know. Go Yankees. He likes the Yankees. What Granny says, what she means to say, folks, forgive her words. She means to say go Yankees. That's what she meant. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Yankees. Yankees. The Yankees are one of the Royals' biggest uh, feuds ever in baseball. Baseball, especially back in the day when George Brett and Al McRae and Dennis Lynn, all those guys played for the Royals back in those years. The Pine. The pine tar incident with the bat. I mean, I'll never forget that incident ever as long as I live. I mean, and I've been a diehard Royals fan as much as a Chiefs fan all my years. So, you know, I've been to more Royals games than I've been Chiefs games. But, you know, I like both teams. So, Kansas Granny, City all the way. Granny, I always tease the – they say that we, the Yankees, like, you know, I said, well, you know what, if the Yankees were a wrestler – I'll give you a phrase that everyone knows. Every man has his price. So Very well true. The dollar, yeah, the million-dollar man always gets his way. I mean, look, I, I say this, and I tease, I tease some of the Royals fans. Some of them are diehards, and some of them, well, you just say that because you're a Yankees fan. I said, no, just, just listen to this funniness, shall we? Brett, George Brett is nothing but a nothing-for-no-good cheater who had to dip his bat in pine tar to hit it out of a short porch. And then when he gets caught, you know, he runs out of the dugout and go because Greg Nettles or was it Goose Gossage and said, wait a minute, his bat's longer than home plate. He waited till George Brett gets to the dugout. And then you see the umpire looks at it, looks it over, looks it over, and then signals out. And I just, I laugh my ass off because I go, well... Because that's the only time I've ever seen a call in baseball overturned over a home run. And I said, you know, I bet you George Brett doesn't care because in in that year, I think it was 1980, that's the year that the Royals finally got over the hump and beat us and then lost in the World Series to the Phillies. But that's besides the point. That's besides the point. We get back in to in '85. In '85, the Royals came back and beat the St. Louis Cardinals on the I-70 World Series. You know, Granny, I think that's one of the reasons why Joe Buck hates Kansas City so much because that douche canoe. He always, no matter what, he has that connotation. He has that evil voice about Kansas City. And I, a non-Kansas City fan, if I were announcing, I would at least give credit where credit Joe is due. And, and, <laughs> yes. Despise Joe Buck. I don't li- like him at all, period. I mean. We put him on mute, Granny. We put him on mute. <laughs> I do, too. I do, too. I put him on mute. I mean, you know, it was like when they played against, when the Royals played against the Giants in the World Series, that one pitcher for the Giants, man, Joe Buck, just blah, 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 blah. It was all about that pitcher, you know. But then Madison the next Bumgarner. year, the Royals came back. Yeah, the next year, then the next year, the Royals ended up winning the World Series. God love them, and I love them for that, you know, because that just made me so happy. I I was just so happy. I I, I was so excited. I was like, yes, my Royals did it again. So, you know, now I'm just waiting for my Chiefs to win that lovely Super Bowl, you know, next year. And, and they may be able to do it because, you know, we're going to have a new defensive coordinator coach starting uh, for next season. 
I uh, I overheard my son. Well, you you overheard my son gagging. You overheard him gagging is what he was doing. Well, I kind of agree with that sentiment because the Chiefs are holding the Raiders' seat warm. And because you guys didn't do the job, maybe the Raiders can step up and actually show you how it's done. <laughs> no. Okay, we're going to get back to wrestling fans, you know. We're, yes, we're we gonna, got off the track gonna, a little bit, but, you know, it's all, it's all in good back to wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've been, Granny, I didn't know if you didn't hear about this, but it said that AJ Styles also has not renewed his contract. Uh, it's not signed anything as of the moment. Uh, the contracts that are up folks include Maria Canellis, Mike Canellis, AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, Dolph Ziggler. There's uh, several other people that, that are signing with AEW. They have their eye on the prize. Billy Gunn is now part of talent relations for AEW. Ivelisse Belay, uh, the Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes. Several, several names are signing with this company. And what I have to say about that is, yeah, I'll watch both WWE and AEW. Some fans will say, well, how are you going to split time if they're on Tuesday night C, uh, you know, on CW? I got a simple answer for that. If, they, if, uh, if AEW aligns themselves with Hulu, I can watch Hulu replays. If not, I can just catch somebody who's streaming the shit on YouTube. I mean, it's that simple. But, Granny, I kind of find it shocking that AJ has not signed a renewal yet. I don't know if he will. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. But... That'd kind of be a big blow to WWE if AJ Styles were to not be with them anymore. Yes, it would. Um, it would definitely be a big mer- blow. <laughs> you look at the merchandise sales of AJ, not just merch sales, look at AJ Styles. I mean, every single arena that he goes through, including the live house shows that he does here in New York, like, he is the most requested superstar um, next to John Cena and Randy Orton for Make-A-Wish. He is, uh, you know, as they say, phenomenal. Some might say he's this generation Shawn Michaels. I mean, that's a good comparison. I don't know. <laughs> I, To me, I'm a big Shawn Michaels fan, and if you want to look at the present, I guess AJ could be right up there. Yes, he could. I mean, AJ is very popular in the WWE right now. A lot of people like AJ Styles. I like AJ Styles. I mean, we had the opportunity to meet AJ Styles almost five years ago in Benton, Arkansas, before he went to WWE, and that was a real true honor to get to meet him. I, I was very impressed by his talent. I was very impressed just meeting him as a person, he was very nice. He he loved the he loves the fans. I mean, he uh, I'd hate to I'd hate to see AJ leave, but you know if he so chooses, you know I just wish him the best. Whatever he decides to do. And I've said this before, Granny. I, I brought up this point. It feels like AEW is is very similar to WCW in a way. Because it's not, yeah. it, it's like they're getting all the influx of uh, former WWE guys, New Japan, Ring of Honor, so on and so forth. But it's just, um, I don't know, it's it's hard to describe fans how, I mean, the feud with Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles would kind of hit, hit a fucking uh, snag if AJ didn't resign. Not just feuds, folks, but... The feeling in general would be like SmackDown Live would feel naked without AJ Styles or Randy Orton or well, I don't really mind the revival leaving. I wasn't ever interested in them when I, I'm a huge NXT guy. I didn't care for them. I think their their message was good. You know, they're a good tag team to get people aggravated, whatever. Uh, but when you say words like we're not 
entertainers were wrestlers. Okay then. What does W? What's the last part? WW. It's not world wrestling engraving. The last word is entertainment, and that's one of the issues I had with the revival. Is oh yeah, folks, we're not we're not entertainers. We're wrestlers. Um, that's why, Granny, I didn't really care for those two, in some regards. <laughs> Yes, uh, yeah, I wasn't a big Revival fan either. Um, you know, I didn't really care for them that much. Um, they were okay, but, I mean, I, I've seen better. You know, I've seen a lot better tag teams over the years. And they're they're very old-fashioned, and that's, you know, it's not a problem uh, when it comes to getting fans to get off their feet and, and get, you know, invested in what you're trying to present to us. And when they said we're not renewing our contracts, we got our eyeballs set on AEW again. I don't ever say, well, screw you, I hope you become homeless, blah, 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 blah. I'm one of those guys, if you've never done me wrong, if you were cordial with me, if you were kind to me or Granny or any of the fans, I say, good luck to you, you know, I hope you do good. Because it's no point in being petty, folks. Uh, these guys want to leave and go to another company because they're not uh, they're not satisfying their their wrestling fulfillment or needs. Okay, well I don't think Ambrose is going to leave on bad terms. I think he's doing what right. You know he put over EC3. Cool. You know EC3 is a great talent. He beat Adam Cole before he parted ways with NXT. Um, I just wish they didn't put Nikki Cross on Monday Night Raw. They're still, uh, well, Granny, they're still experimenting with these guys and gals that they brought up. But they've yet to bring up Lars Sullivan. I don't know. They are saying, Granny, on the reports that he had anxiety attacks, that he was so nervous he couldn't. He was having severe panic attacks, which is unheard. You know, it's not uncommon for most, some wrestlers. But Lars Sullivan, Granny, let's just say if Sid Vicious and Braun Strowman or all the big wrestlers of the past had a love child, Lars Sullivan would be it. Yes. Because I haven't seen a guy that size since Psycho Sid. Sid was about six foot seven, six foot eight, and he used to, when I was a kid, he, he was a tag team partner with uh, Undertaker. And they were called the Twin Towers. Lars Sullivan, Granny, picked up Keith Lee, who is 400 pounds. He's a former Texas Tech offensive lineman. He picked up Keith Lee and slammed him in NXT as if he was nothing. Oh, wow. So I'm telling you, folks, you want an example of a powerhouse and what can be that powerhouse? Yeah, he didn't win the NXT championship, but, I mean, still – Imagine a match between Braun Strowman and Lars Sullivan. Imagine a match between Samoa Joe and Lars Sullivan. This guy is unreal. His power is uncanny. So when Corey Graves was when Corey Graves was saying whichever brand he chooses, that brand at Survivor Series is going to have an absolute edge to this. And uh, well, there's another star, Granny, that you've been accustomed to seeing her perform a little bit uh, at the Women's Royal Rumble. I saw her perform a little bit in NXT and the May Young Classic. Lacey Evans. Yes. I think her and Charlotte would make a great tag team. I think they would. I think because, number one, they're both tall. They One has a knockout punch. The other one has a, a figure eight. Uh, so why not, you know, anything is possible in the land of opportunity, better known as SmackDown Live. Tune in tonight, folks, at 8, 7 Central on the USA Network. You can watch SmackDown Live or you can watch it on a replay on Hulu. It is $9.99 for commercials on Hulu. It is $11.99 uh, for the subscription without commercials. So if you... If you want, folks, if you think, oh, shit, I missed it, I, I forgot the DVR, go to Hulu.com, or Hulu.com, sign up. It's free for your first however many days, and they bill you. But anyways, 
<clears throat> what I'm going to say next is, Granny, it was amazing to me how 36 minutes of wrestling on NXT was more entertaining, more captivating than the four hours that we saw. I just, I was at work and I saw the Super Bowl and I said to myself, what have I done to my, I have to, I have to bleach my eyeballs. This was terrible. (laughs) I mean, have we ever seen a Super Bowl that bad? Well, they said it was one of the lowest scoring Super Bowls ever, I think, in the NFL history. Second lowest scoring Super Bowl. Well, it was a low-scoring Super Bowl. I mean, it was 3-3 three to three in the fourth quarter, you know, before the Patriots finally scored those last 10 points. But, I mean, I I didn't watch it. I, I She boycotted the Super Bowl. No, no, I didn't boycott it. I just didn't watch it, you know. I, 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 had, no, I had no interest in it. Because the Chiefs choked. They did not choke. Oh. Hello, they made Ooh. it to the championship game. They didn't choke. Yeah, that's where they choked. No, if they would have choked, they would have lost to the Colts the week before, which they did not do. So we're getting back Granny. into wrestling here, people. <laughs> you don't want volcanoes you put, weather anomalies happening when Granny is getting, you know, you train. You know, I, You know I love you. You're one of my best friends. But that's why I let you. It's kind of like. It's kind of like my husband. He was agitating me the other night. Oh no! And we were we were at the mo- we were at the Moose Lodge uh, the other night, and I he was we were sharing a strawberry daiquiri. Well, I took a drink of the daiquiri, and you know it gave me a little bit of a brain freeze. And of course, my <laughs> husband pops up and says, "You have to have a brain first before you can get a brain freeze." And I said, Ooh. "I do have a brain." It may be small, but I have a brain. So, and what did what was it you said, Anthony? That it was the size of a peanut. Yeah, he said my brain was the size of a peanut, man. My son oh, said no. my brain was the size of a peanut. See what I have to put up Run. with, me, train. You know, but you know they say you only pick on people that you care about. So I guess people must really love Granny a lot because I get a lot of agitation fans, a lot, from my family, from friends <laughs> who I consider family, you know, my WSC family, you know. Everybody, I guess so they must really, everybody must really love Granny because I get a lot of, I get grief sometimes, but that's okay. Dish it out, I'll Granny. just give it right back. <laughs> see, see, the thing is, I, I just like comparing us, uh, you know, to the fun uh, banter of Bobby Heenan and uh, Gorilla Monsoon. Except for you don't tell mm-hmm. me where you stop. You, you just say continue on. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I do. I do tell you to continue on. Now, you know, I may have to start saying, now, be trained, that's enough, you know. I remember my grandmother used to tell my grandfather, now, John, that's not nice. She would always say no, because he would call her, he would call her Fatso. He would never call her by her name. He would call her Fatso. And she'd say, now, John, that's not nice. My grandfather's name was John. And she'd say, now, John, that's not nice. So, you know, I may have to just start telling you, B-Train, no, that's enough. Don't don't go there, you know. You leave it alone, (laughs) B-Train. Oh, be trained, let it go, you know, so, but, hey, it's all in good fun, fans, I mean, you know, if Granny didn't get picked on by my family and by my friends who I consider family, I'd be going around feeling their foreheads to see if they were sick or not, you know, that's how much agitation I get, but that's okay, it's all in good fun, I mean, Granny, you guys were talking about uh, bad officials. Oh, last yes, night on, we on, were. We on the, yes, yes, we were. We were. Take it from Raiders fans. Chiefs fans need to take a seat. We were the ones that had the tuck rule created after Tom Brady's little fumble because Beaker caused the fumble and Woodson recovered. Also, the immaculate reception that never was, 
back in the 70s, and I heard, you know, Icon, you know, complaining about the Super Bowl with the Vikings and that stuff. Oh, yeah. His Vikings have made – his Vikings lost to the Chiefs and Raiders and I forget who else, but they've been in the most – they <laughs> – them and the Buffalo Bills, the Vikings and Bills fans have to be uh, kicking themselves, folks, because they – um They've had great teams. They had phenomenal teams. They had good quarterbacks. But they couldn't solve the puzzle in the championship game. And ironically, Granny, I've forgotten this. Bill Belichick used to coach with the Giants as a defensive coordinator before he got hired on uh, for the New England Patriots. I'd completely forgotten about that. Yep. And so, anyways, so it's back to wrestling. And this is not ESPN, so... Um, Hey, we're having a good time today. But you know, you know, B Train, inquiring minds want to know. You know, uh-huh. you, you know, you made the big announcement that that Granny was just going to be with you on Tuesday afternoons. You know, inquiring um. want, minds want to know who is going to be the new guest host on Wednesday nights. Well, oh well, it's not or nights it, anymore. Or, it's or, actually. Is it a, or is it a surprise? Oh, well, you know what, folks? <laughs> I never like revealing, um, you know, the magician never reveals his, his secrets behind his tricks, as I like to say. I That's like to true. keep people out of the loop. Yeah, I, 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 Granny, you know me. I never reveal one secret. That's true. Okay, you know, that's I, fair. I mean, that, that's fair. <laughs> I just I, uh, figured. I just I, figured. Figured our fans on Instagram might be questioning that. You know, well, who's going to be taking Granny's spot? You know, I mean, uh, a lot of people, Granny, already. I have like 96 messages regarding that. So I, I love the message buildup that you guys are giving. I'm, they're like 96 messages. I was like, yeah, I, I tend to be like Jim Carrey in that scene in Liar Liar with unpaid parking tickets. You know. Because mm-hmm, as he pops mm-hmm. open the glove box, you see all those parking tickets pop out. A lot of Eugenia, yeah. though she keeps she keeps inquiring. Granny, she goes, "Well, tell Granny she's very really welcome to come to Coventry and have some tea." That would be she nice. Loves, that would be nice. She did. Oh, speaking of UK, did you happen to get that video I sent you online about uh, yes. if you hate Gibson, take yes. your shoes off? <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. Oh, my God. It's even funnier when Nigel McGinnis says, Vic, put your shoes back on. The the odor is absolutely horrid. It was great. Zach Gibson, Granny, I think you would. See, now, folks, I might not know. There may be an international Granny hoaxer, or maybe I don't know what you would call UK Granny. I don't know. There's someone. Graham, maybe? I don't know. But uh, I don't know. There may be, and it'd be really funny if they could do what you know, Doink the Clown did at WrestleMania Nine, and do the mirror image of one another. That'd be frightening, folks, wouldn't it? Oh yes. One drinks tea, and the other one, well, Granny probably sips on tea too as well. But I, Eugenia, Granny, it's funny. She goes, I go to all the wrestling shows, and, and as much as I can, because she goes. We don't get wrestling much out here. I have to scrimp the ticket, you know? And I said, oh, I love you, dear. Like, how many wrestling shows do you go to? I go to ICW. I go to Progress. And I said, oh, Progress, where Jenny's the women's champion. She goes, oh, Jenny, I hate her. I said, why? Why do you hate her? She's nothing but a twig that I like. She goes, she's nothing but a twig that I would like to bend. Oh, wow. And I said, "Wow, you know, English are quite violent." <laughs> it's it's kind of funny, you know. Last night we were talking, you know, when happy hour was on, and and we were talking about um, creating names for beers and stuff. And of course, Icon was talking about naming, having a beer named after him, you know. And and uh, Big Swing was talking about. Well, he said, you know, it's kind of funny, um, happy hour that. You know, my last name is McSwiggin because I'm Irish. So he was talking about, you know, doing maybe a commercial like having Edge and Alexa Bliss at the bar, you know, and and Edge is drinking a a, a McSwiggin, 
and um, Alexa Bliss is drinking a Swiggy Light, and you talking about, you know, how they say drink responsible, you know, or something. And they were coming up, like, with they could cheer, the, you know, cut, toast the beers together and drink McSwiggly or something like that. I mean, it was something funny last night. I, I don't remember all, it all, but, I mean, but they were talking about naming beers after them. <laughs> I was like... I was like, hmm, I don't know. I, that, I don't have a good enough name to have a beer named after me, but that's that's okay. I don't drink beer, so, you know, that's okay. Oh, Granny, you know else I, I've been looking online? You know what else, folks, I've noticed is we have not heard any word about the Hall of Fame for WWE. I don't know what's going on. I don't either. Because usually by now, don't they are usually by now aren't they starting to announce the people that's going to be inducted? Yeah, what's the deal? I don't, I you know, I realize Hunter's hands are busy with picking the May Young Classic people again because that's going to be a thing, folks, near the summertime, around June or July, and he goes around the world to scout literally. I don't know. I don't speak for the front office. Whenever they do it, I guess, is whenever they do it. But have they run out of people? I mean, there's plenty of wrestlers that they could put in there that are non-WWE. I mean, hell, put announcers in if you like. I mean, Well, I uh, like saw I said, something. I saw something on Facebook either yesterday or the day before. But they were talking about the Heart Foundation. And one of my very good friends said, well, it was a very well-deserved honor, but it would have been a lot better if maybe they would have been able to get in there before the anvil passed away. Now, is that maybe our first recipient of going to be in the WWE Hall of Fame this year or the class of 2019? Is it going to be the Hart Foundation? I don't know, Granny, I mean, but my... It could be, maybe, I don't know. Is there a committee for, you know, the Hall of Fame? I guess there is. Um, So, oh, I just read something online, just to pass the time, folks, about Paige's next appearance, according to (coughs) WrestlingNews.co. She was uh, appearing to promote her movie, Fighting with Family, which stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson. True story about Paige and her family. Former WWE Divas champion and SmackDown general manager Paige is slated to return to WWE TV soon. The fan favorite star is expected to make appearances on Monday's episode of Raw, blah, 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 Fort Morgan, Everett Washington, uh, see, Angel Wins Arena. The belief is the reason that she'll be making these appearances is due to promote the release of Fighting with My Family. Okay, as a result, these appearances will mark the fight, first sighting of her on either show since being removed. Okay, so basically she's just promoting a movie. I thought the article was going to make me happy. You say that she was returning to action, but she's out with a, a next issue. So, fans, I don't know when Paige will but return to in-ring action. She was actually on Raw last night promoting her movie. She actually appeared on Raw last night. Talking about her new her movie, I would I would like to see that. I think that's going to be a very good movie. I I'm anxious to I want to go see that. I, I I think I would enjoy that. I think I would enjoy it too because number one, I think a lot of fans would love to see Paige, her story, how she came about, how she made it. Uh, back to, you know, what her family loves to do. It's funny. He's like, oi, oi, what are you doing? You're doing it all wrong. See, if you want to choke him out, put your hand here, you move your arm there. There, you got it. I laugh at that preview every time because it's really, it's, it's funny to me because the father's not stopping the fight. He's actually showing them how to do it. Uh, it is. I mean, I've seen the previews of it. And I, I, I think I would enjoy it. They said select theaters, though, Granny. I don't know why they said select theaters. Maybe they think wrestling can't be a success. Well, I mean, look at look at uh, NXT halftime heat. I want to look up the numbers, not now, but I want to look up the streaming number and the ratings that that got versus the 
the debauchery that was the halftime show uh, at the Super Bowl because Wrestling Granny, he would have loved the halftime heat because it was a good guy versus bad guy feel. Everyone was into it. The crowd was on their feet. They even had like a little preview of what NXT's done. NXT Granny's been around since 2010, and uh, I'm gonna be sending you some YouTube matches so you know, like when we like when we're discussing on Tuesday a little bit about NXT because you'll be like, wow, I really like this, I really hate this person. I know you get in the face of Lacey Evans because I know. Imagine that, folks, a showdown between Granny Hulkster and Lacey Evans. I would pay to see that. I think Granny would give her the what for. But um, I think that would be fun. I think it'd be fun, too. And also, Granny, there's a lot of guys that are very impressive on that roster. Like, you have Velveteen Dream. Uh, you've got Aleister Black, who literally, Granny, he did his spinning kick, but it's called uh, Black Mass. And it's like if Shawn Michaels were to spin with his super kick, it's that devastating. Um, you have Ricochet, who looks like a real life superhero. Um, and of course, you have Undisputed Era, which, Granny, they lost to the greatest named tag team ever, the War Raiders. I love that tag team name for a reason. But, you know, that's beside the point. They they were bragging about how 2019 was going to be their year. They're going to steal all the gold in NXT. I mean, 2019 is not done, folks. But, Granny, these guys are the guys that like to say they're going to get all the gold. They just lost some of their gold, which is funny. Yes. And so they're kind of like the villains in WSC, if, if I can compare them to that. They're kind of like how the villains work and operate, you know, cheap to get a victory, and then they keep all the titles to themselves. And then eventually they start losing the titles, and then they are no longer a group. But Undisputed Era is like the glue that's holding um, NXT together for now. Uh, they just had a World Collide tournament, which is really cool. They had 205 Live NXT versus NXT UK. So, that's also on the network. But anyways, Granny, uh, I got to get ready for work because I got to hop on a train and look at cars going in and out a lot. You know, it's going to be a lot of fun. Said, you know, no oh, one yes, and, anyways, and, Granny, and Granny, has to, Granny has to go get a sleep study test tonight, which I'm not looking forward to. No nap today. Oh. I can't have any caffeine after 12 o'clock this afternoon. I have to be at the sleep study place by 8 o'clock tonight. So they want to make sure that uh, since I had my pacemaker put in, that I have the right equipment because I've been using a CPAP machine for the last few years, but I don't think it's working right. I think something's wrong with my machine. So they're wanting to do another sleep study test. So that's what I get to do tonight, fans. So I won't even get to see much of uh Smackdown, but hey, it is what it is, you know. Uh, I'll find out the results one way or the other from probably my husband, but uh, or my son, or both. But anyways, um, it's it's been fun today, fans, and we've had a lot of laughs. There you go. We had a lot of joy. We're going to continue that uh, next week when Granny's on with us. My new co-host will be revealed tomorrow around 11.30 a.m., folks, so don't worry. I'm not holding out on all of you guys. a.m. or p.m.? A.m., a.m. So 11.30 a.m. in the morning? Well, yeah, because I I had to switch times because my work schedule, too, is changing a little bit, and I had to kind of how to put this flip the script just a smidgen. Anyways, that'll do it for today, folks. If you didn't like what good old B-Train had to say that I got three choice words for you, forget about it. And Granny? And if you didn't like what Granny Holster had to say, what you gonna do when Granny Holster goes crazy on you? Dig it.
personality, the cult of personality. 